Well, happy Christmas Eve. You can take a seat tonight. Thank you for joining us tonight at City Church on this Christmas Eve night. As we gather together to celebrate the birth of Jesus, who changed the course of history for everyone. So let me, let me pray tonight and then we'll get into the Word. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came to the earth to save us on a rescue mission to save humanity from their sins. And Lord, tonight as we look at your Word and are reminded about the Christmas message, I pray that we would know the true freedom and hope that is found in relationship with you. We thank you for it. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to talk tonight just briefly about the gift of Jesus. And I think kids are at an all-time high Christmas Eve. So can I just say, parents, just relax. If, if kids are noisy tonight, even some adults might be noisy tonight. That is okay. It's all good. We're a family gathered in here tonight. So just enjoy and relax. And if you're a stressy adult, just relax because it's going to be chaos because family's all in here tonight. And let's just enjoy it together. It's going to be fun. But I just want to talk briefly about the gift of Jesus. It actually says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. In Ephesians 2 verse 8 it says, God saved you by His grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. In fact, in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 15, it says, Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. And it's talking about Jesus. All through Scripture, we see time and time again, it referring to this incredible gift. And that gift is Jesus. Jesus was born with a mission to come and to save us from our sins. It wasn't just an understanding that God was going to love us from a distance, far away in heaven. He made a decision to send himself down to save you and I from our sins. To come down to the neighborhood of humanity and to know us in a personal way so that he could die on a cross for our sins and for our failures and for our shame and that we could know true love and forgiveness and hope in God. Isn't that incredible at Christmas time that we can celebrate this incredible gift that has changed the course of our lives. I know for me, my wife is pedantic about wrapping Christmas gifts. And a couple of nights ago, we were wrapping some gifts together and I was wrapping a few gifts and very quickly I got fired from the gift <laughs> wrapping. There was a few of my gifts where there was just a little bit of a, like there was actually one where it was so close. It was just one centimeter off from the two rappers joining together. And I thought, you know what? I'm rapping tonight for a two-year-old and a five-year-old. They're going to get this wrapping off so quick. It's going to take no time for them to rip it off. They're not going to be looking at the delicacy of the bow on top and how neatly wrapped it is. They're just going to want to get into this gift and enjoy it on Christmas morning. And so I just thought that would be sufficient. Well, well, no. And so I thought I would fix it by maybe just adding on another bit over the top. <laughs> oh my goodness, that made it even worse. I thought that was going to make it better, it just made it worse. 
And so the rapping saga just went on and on until finally Amy just said, the best thing you can do is just go and get the presents from the bedroom and just bring them to me, place them down in an orderly fashion in front of me, and I will wrap them. That is the most less stressful environment that I can be in right now. And so literally, that's what I did. I just organized refreshments. Do you need something to eat? I made sure that the, that the gifts were placed down there in an orderly fashion as they were meant to be. And I just sat on the, on the lounge and I watched the Big Bash cricket. And uh, I just prayed for my wife as she just wrapped those gifts. Not really. But I just tried to stay out of the way. And isn't it chaos at Christmas time as we're trying to wrap things up and get things perfect? And my wife is amazing at making those gifts look so incredible and so special. And so tonight I've got two gifts here in front of me. This is one that my incredible wife has wrapped. And it's amazing because it's so neatly wrapped. It's in the right order as it needs to be. It has a beautiful, neat uh, name tag on the front of it to make sure that it's nice. It's identifiable for who the person is. But here is the thing about my wife's beautifully wrapped up gift. The thing is, it's exclusive. It's, It's only to a certain person that the name tag is written out. What is inside the gift is it's actually concealed. You can't see it. It's not available for you to be able to see. It's actually exclusive. It's hidden. It's only for a certain person. And the thing about it is it is special in that it's wrapped. It's special in that it's for a particular person. But it's not for everybody. You're all here tonight and I'm sure you can guess what is inside the gift based on the shape of it. But it's not for you. Isn't that so sad? You thought you were going to get some chalky tonight. But the thing about it is the way Jesus wraps a gift is so much more different to that. This is how Jesus wraps a gift. He doesn't conceal it. He doesn't make it exclusive for a certain selection of of people. He doesn't have just particular name tags on it. He's not trying to hide it from you. He's not trying to do any of those things. The gift that is the gift of Jesus is an inclusive gift. It's for everybody. It's not hidden away. And the gospel so clearly shows us a God that's not trying to hide from us, not trying to conceal himself from us, not an exclusive God that's only come for the good people that are on the good list. Not a God that's just after those that have done all of the right things. We serve a God, Jesus Christ, the greatest gift that has said, you know what, I'm available for everybody. I'm not hiding. I'm not putting some particular name tags on for the good people. This is a gift that is open and available. He came down to earth. He came down to the neighborhood of humanity, not hiding, not concealed, not exclusive, but opening himself up. And so it could be so clear that Jesus has come so that we can taste and see for ourselves. Jesus has come so that we can experience that incredible gift for ourselves. When Jesus died on the cross, took the gift of Jesus, of who he was, the forgiveness of our sins, the freedom and the hope that we could have, and he just poured it out. I thought more people would go after it. You're more than welcome to go for it. 
get amongst it. You've been waiting so long for chocolate, it's finally arrived. Kids everywhere, I love it. Some people missed out. I've got another box, come and see me later. I might be able to sort it for you. And just like so quickly, kids and some adults came to receive that chocolate because it was available. It's the same for you and I when it comes to Jesus, that we are, have the incredible opportunity to receive Jesus and to know Him personally because He's not trying to hide Himself from us. He's not trying to keep a distance from us. He's the God that came down amongst us and the God that wants to know us. In fact, in Scripture, it says this about Jesus, prophesied hundreds of years earlier before Jesus arrived to the earth. It says this in Isaiah 9 verse 6, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of His government and peace, there will be no end. I'm incredibly good at guessing gifts. And so when Amy starts that kind of exercise with me of saying, I bet you can't guess what I, I, I got you for Christmas. I will go through the list and she has a shocking poker face. And so when I know that I've reached the gift, I'll say, oh, I'm looking forward to that. And, and I can just guess it and I can just get it. It's just revealed. It, it happens. She tries her best to hide it, but it just never succeeds. And, and when we look at scripture, we can see clearly in this passage, a bit of an insight into who Jesus is, a bit of an understanding that Jesus wanted us to be able to unwrap this gift of who he was. And it says four things. He says that he will be called a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, and a prince of peace. It starts to unwrap this gift for us. There's four descriptions of this incredible gift, the gift of Jesus and who he is to us. And I just want to talk for five minutes about those gifts. And the first one's this, wonderful counselor. Well, that's a whole bunch better than an awful counselor, isn't it? And I'm sure many of us have, at times have gone and, and visited a counselor, spent some time with the counselor. And what, what you don't want to do is you don't want to go to the counselor that's not listening to what you're saying, that's speaking down to you, that's yelling at you, that's telling you you need to do this, 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 and this, and, and telling you you're not good enough, and telling you not this, and all of those things. What it's saying in this passage is that's not the God that we serve. He's not an angry God that's just yelling at us, telling us we're not good enough. He's a God that understands us. He's a God of wisdom that can hear us, that can listen to our, our hearts cry, can listen to what we've done wrong, can spend time with us and love us even in the midst of our sin and our failure. That's the incredible gift that we are given, the gift of Jesus Christ, a wonderful counselor. The second thing it says is mighty God, wonderful counselor and mighty God. Do you know the name Jesus? It actually means saviour. So Jesus came as this incredible, mighty God with all the strength of heaven to come on a rescue mission to save you and I. He came to earth to die on a cross for our sin and our shame and the mightiness and the strength of heaven put themselves in an incredibly vulnerable position so that we could be forgiven of our sins and the strength of God 
came to the cross to save humanity. That's why Christmas is so special. This is why this moment is so powerful, because when Jesus was born, he represented a savior. People expected someone to come on a mighty chariot or some army or commander, some military leader to come onto the earth. But actually, Jesus was born as a child. He lived amongst us. And although he had all the power and the strength of heaven, he confined that because he wanted to come and to know us personally and to take our sin and our shame on the cross. That's the incredible, mighty God we serve. Thirdly, it calls him an everlasting father. Many of us in this room perhaps have known an absent father, perhaps have known a father that hasn't been around as we'd expected, a father that perhaps has let us down at times. But when it talks about an everlasting father, it's talking about a father that is never going to leave us. It doesn't matter what happens. You know what it's like as a dad when your child is running up to you, snot all down their face. They've got sticky fingers because they've perhaps been eating chocolate or something like that at Christmas time. And they're running up towards you and you're wearing a white shirt and you want to turn away but you know you're still a father and so you need to lean into the child as they come and before you know it, your white shirt's all messed up. You've got stickiness all over you. This is like my Sunday morning ritual every week. I don't even know why I wear the good shirt before I get up to speak on a Sunday. I should just put it on just before I come up on the platform. But that's what happens. We come to our Heavenly Father and we can put our mess on Him. We can put our failure on Him. We can put our mistakes on Him. And He doesn't pull away because that's what a father does. A father leans in and embraces us. And that's the incredible everlasting Father that we serve. The beauty about the whole idea that Jesus came to earth is He posed a choice for every one of us. The choice to be able to love and accept Him, to be able to receive the gift that He's given of Jesus and receive relationship with Him or not. And the thing is this, love is not love if there is no choice. If my wife is forced to love me, then there's really no love there. There's just duty. And we are created in a way where we have free will choice and we can make the decision to love God because love is only love when you can choose not to. And so tonight, We have the incredible opportunity to choose relationship with Jesus, to choose to love God because of our incredible free will that has been given up. God has not forced us. God has not made us love Him. He's posed a choice where we can make that decision. And fourth and finally tonight, as the team want to make their way back up, it says He's not only a wonderful counselor, not only a mighty God, Not only an everlasting father, but he is the prince of peace. Have you ever heard the expression making peace with God? He is the prince of peace. He isn't just a part of peace. He is the source of peace. In fact, our life will never find true peace if we try and chase it anywhere else except for going to the source, which is the prince of peace, Jesus Christ. And we can all have that opportunity tonight to know relationship with Jesus, to find our peace with God. Isn't it incredible how God looks after all the details of our life as we just place our trust in Him? I remember last year, I was out with my little boy Cooper. He was four at the time and he was riding his bike. And uh, I was trying to help him behind the bike and I was just kind of walking behind him. 
and it was magpie season. And sure enough, as we get around past, past our house, you get a few hundred meters up, and this magpie just comes down and starts swooping us. Well, Cooper's just so absorbed with just riding his bike, enjoying the moment, he's got no idea of the danger and peril that is surrounding us. And so here I am leaning over the top of him as he's riding his bike, trying to get him to go faster, to get out of harm's way. And he is laughing, just enjoying the moment, looking around, so unaware. We are being attacked right now, child. And so I'm trying to swat this magpie off. I'm trying to make sure it's away. I'm trying to get through to the next area that we need to get. And this little guy is oblivious. He just feels the safety of his father that's there. He just feels the moment of enjoyment as he's just riding along on the journey. And that's an incredible description of how we can live when it comes to our relationship with Jesus. The troubles, the fears, the worries that are surrounding us, we can cast them on our Heavenly Father. We can cast them upon Jesus because He's the Prince of Peace. We can lay them at His feet and know that in His protection and in His strength, it doesn't matter what we face, we can know true peace with our Heavenly Father protecting us and guiding us into our destiny. It says in John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. See, peace doesn't come from an external source. It doesn't come from an internal source. It comes from the eternal source. Jesus Christ. We don't find it inside of ourselves. We don't find it externally by earning certain things and finding happiness in wealth or possessions or fame or any of those things. We find it by putting our trust in the eternal God, Jesus Christ, who loves us and cares so deeply about us. And so tonight, this Christmas Eve 2019, you have the incredible choice to receive the gift of Jesus. To know at this time of year that you can have hope, not just in this life, but in the life to come. To know that you can find the Prince of Peace, the wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the loving Father that cares for your soul. And to have a personal relationship with Him. And here's the thing, it's already been unwrapped. You don't have to try and be good enough. You don't have to try and earn it. You're not missing out because you're not one of the select few that aren't good enough for it. God has opened the gift. He's poured it out. He said, come and experience for yourself the incredible gift of Jesus and relationship with Him. And so tonight with everyone's eyes closed and heads bowed for a moment, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son and whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. It'll be my honour and privilege tonight, in this room with everyone's eyes closed and heads bowed just for a moment. The privacy of this moment, I'm not going to embarrass you or call you out, but I'm just going to ask you to respond tonight. If you want to receive this incredible gift of Jesus, this Christmas Eve 2019, to remember what this is all about. This season is all about Jesus and Jesus came to the earth for you because He wants to have relationship with you. He wants to forgive you of all of your sin and all of your shame and give you a hope and an anchor to know you have an eternity in heaven to look forward to and you can have peace on earth as you trust in Him. 
So tonight, with every eye closed and head bowed, if that's you tonight and you would love to say tonight, I wanna receive that gift. I'm gonna ask you to do something tonight. I'm just gonna ask you to lift your hand where you're at right now. And I'm gonna see that hand. You put your hand down. I'm not gonna embarrass you or call you out, but I wanna acknowledge that tonight. Thank you. I can see that hand over there. I can see that hand. Anybody else tonight that wants to make that decision? Thank you. I can see that hand. Anybody else in this room tonight? Thank you. I can see that hand up the back. To make that decision tonight to receive that incredible gift that alters and changes our life, the greatest gift that you could receive at this Christmas season is the gift of relationship with Jesus. Fantastic. I saw those hands that come up and perhaps you're here tonight and maybe you didn't lift your hand, but you know in your heart, I want to make that decision tonight. What I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to stand up with me, everybody in this room. There was a number of people that lifted their hands tonight that said, you know what, I want to respond. I want to receive this incredible gift tonight. And what we're going to do is together, we're going to pray a prayer. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart, you shall be saved. This is the greatest gift of Christmas, the gift of relationship with Him. And I want to pray a prayer tonight. I'm going to ask you to repeat this after me. If you believe it in your heart, then you shall be saved at this moment and receive this gift. So come on, church. Let's pray this together. Repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, Tonight, I give you my heart and I receive the incredible gift of Jesus Christ. For my sins, I'm sorry. Tonight, I receive your forgiveness. I receive your grace. I receive your love for me. Help me to live for you. Thank you for what you've done for me. Amen. Amen. You know what? That is the greatest gift. And Lord, I pray tonight for every person that made that decision tonight in their heart. Lord, help them to be able to know You and grow in their relationship with You, Jesus, even more and more intimately over the days and weeks and months ahead. And let this life-altering decision tonight change the course of their future. Let them know real hope and real joy in relationship with You this Christmas. We pray for that in Your mighty name, Jesus. And everyone said, Amen, Amen, Amen. You know, if you made that decision tonight, we'd love to give you a gift. We have some Bibles that are available. We'd love to give that to you and encourage you on that decision tonight. And just encourage you on the incredible change that this is going to have in your life. And that's what Christmas 2019 is really all about. The greatest gift, the gift of Jesus Christ. And I can't think of anything better to do tonight than to finish without worshipping Jesus Christ the incredible gift given to us. So come on, let's sing it together one more time.